Hi, welcome to the first episode of Educators Edge. So many Hawaii educators are looking for ways to connect in support of one another and students. And there's four of us here today that are going to talk story about why an innovative podcast like this can help us with that vision. So Lorna, I'm pretty excited that you're here. You know, that wonderful silky voice of yourself of yours is made for podcasting. And so I also, we also have Whitney from Hawaii Island and Jessica's here too. I'd love to hear uh, what intrigued you about launching a podcast here in Hawaii. I mean, why did you say yes? <laughs> well, Christy, uh, I don't know about that introduction there. That That's kind of weird, but okay. Um, and no, I'm not here because of that silky voice. I don't even think I have that. But anyway. You, know, you totally do. But I wanted to thank you, first of all, um, for, you know, coming up with this idea. I'm totally excited. Um, I'm, I've been teaching for a long time, and this is so new for me. Like, it allows me to try something new and be part of mm. something great. So, I mean, mm. come on, Whitney and uh, Christy <laughs> and, and Jessica. Hey, this is, this is a good bunch here, so I'm totally looking forward to that. You're always willing to try new things. You're so curious and you always want to learn new things, Lorna. Love that. Whitney, is, what do you think draws you to, to doing this podcast? Thanks for asking, Christy. Um, it's just great to be here. Great to be talking with other teachers, teaching mindset individuals, other parents. You know, we have a unique perspective on early morning drop-offs, trying to figure out how to manage a household while managing managing a classroom and an infinite campus roster. Mm -hmm. And there's so many things that go into the teaching experience that are not necessarily directly in the classroom between bell to bell that I think mm -hmm. that we can talk about. So happy to be here. Happy talk story. Mm -hmm. And thanks for having me. So true. There's so many parent little parenting moments have to navigate and yeah, it's always good to, to bounce things off about what's happening in different schools and try to figure things out for our own settings. So yeah, so happy to be able to talk about this kind of stuff. Yeah, so I'm super excited too to be included in this project. Um, I love the idea of just getting to talk with, with you all, but also so many other educators across the state that, you know, for me, it's really about amplifying voices that that aren't always heard. Um, so I, I, I always learn, I always learn, Lorna, I, I've been learning from for a little while now, and, and Whitney, I'm just getting to know, but in the, in the, the few conversations we've had, I've certainly taken away nuggets of um, knowledge. So I just really appreciate the chance to get to, to talk with you all and, you know, plenty of other people across the state and the parent thing is real, you know, as a mom of two um, public school children, it's, it's my, I, I feel like my perspective on education has really changed a lot when I, when I became a, a parent of a public schooler. So mm -hmm. it's nice to get, get the chance to connect with other, other teachers, you know, who are also, also parents as well. But yeah, I'm just excited for, for the chance to, to chat and, and, and get to hear from many different perspectives here in Hawaii. So thank you. You know what you said about amplifying voice, teacher voices. And I do think like, that people across the, the state, whether they're teachers or not educators, knowing what teachers that are 
in the classroom or in the schools every day or in the working within the system, um, what they what they see and, and to hear it straight from the horse's mouth because there's a lot of things flying around in media and whatnot. And to stop and take the time to be able to actually learn about what's going on is, I think is really important. And so we get, we have the opportunity to do this, I think on a podcast, um, when our you know, connections and conversations with anybody that we come across. And I know all of us are very passionate about transforming public education and uh, encouraging um, student-centered practices. So I'm really interested in what's going to bubble up. But we have an exciting format that we're going to do. Uh, we're, we're not quite doing it for this episode, but in the future, we're going to do um, the podcast in pretty, uh, I think, pretty interesting ways. So Whitney, I know that you had a really um, great idea for formats and uh, getting multiple perspectives. Do you want to share a little bit more about how you envision future episodes going? So one of the greatest things about education is that we get to see things on a spectrum. We get to see um, students on a spectrum. We see ourselves that we are not um, one or the other. We are much and we are, we are everything at the same time. And so the thing that I think about podcasts often is a one-on-one -on -one conversation where you put two people in a room who may have the same or may have very different perspectives. And I think that many podcasts situate themselves on the binary. So, in thinking through that, let's let's push forward with breaking down that narrative that teaching and education is not on a binary. We may have differing subjects. For example, if Lorna and I get together and we have a conversation, someone may easily segregate us to say, well, one person teaches English, one person teaches biology. That's very polar in some siloed education formats. But quite mm -hmm. honestly, there's so many things that Lorna and I have in common. We both mm -hmm. teach at career academy schools. Um, we teach advanced placement classes. We mm -hmm. teach many different things that are the same, even mm -hmm. though we do have that one separation of content area. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But really, interdisciplinary units have been and are still continuing to be a really important thing. So why not encourage that? spectrum conversation in a podcast as well. Yeah, totally. I totally, I'm so into that. Like what I'm looking forward to this is the, you know, just the ability of seeing two different perspectives, not just, I think, not just in terms of content, but location too. You know, like um, Whitney is in the Big Island, you know, her situation and how things are done may be different, um, but how do they deal with it? You know, we may have the same problem. How do we approach these things? Even from an elementary um, point of view, um, having a conversation with high school. I mean, I don't think those things happen um, often enough, but really sometimes we do have the same problems. Problems like how do we engage kids? How do we... Um, how do we incorporate SEL into our classroom? You know, is it really different? What is it like in the elementary level? What is it like in the high school level? You know, things like that. So um, what I'm looking forward to this is really learning, um, just learning, learning what 
what can happen and what is happening, the great things that are happening. And then at the same time, I'm hoping that the people who are part of the the conversation also learn from each other. So that's that's totally what I'm um, excited about. Yeah, and I think especially nowadays, so much is divisive, right? And this or that. And we all know, I mean, education really has the power to transform communities. Yeah. So as we are able to bring people who who may appear different on the outside together to to either celebrate the differences, learn from the differences, or really see that we have much more in common than we might think, I, I, I think can be a powerful tool, you know, outside of education as well. So I'm, I'm, I'm excited about that format as well. Good, good idea, Whitney. Good, good thinking. <laughs> yeah. Explained it so well too. I, I was trying to explain it to somebody who was, you know, asking about how, what are you guys doing? It's going to be like a controversial thing. And I was like, it, it's not about the contrast. Like, yes, there's differences, but it's like how we complement one another and the connections we can make through the differences. And like you said, Jessica, to be able to like just honor those differences and, and learn from one another. So, yeah, hoping to break those uh, those traditional podcast models here. <laughs> have something new that, yeah, that we can, we can, we can, we can have these conversations and and it can be different, but it can still be uh, very helpful. So we're gonna, we'll have different people on on the the podcast, and then you guys can um, think about different people that we'd love to you know to and learn from. And so uh, that would be the main format. Okay, there was a, another brilliant idea by Whitney that came up. <laughs> what do you see as an educator's role in public health? So thinking about what we're doing, going back from coming back from summer and with the COVID uh, restrictions, restraints, what, what is our role like in different settings? What are our obligations to public health? What is not our kuleana? <laughs> and this is a question, you know, we're all going to have different answers on, I think. So, I mean, like, where are you today? I mean, I think at schools are inextricably tied to public health. Um, I think the way that we even define public health, you know, could be so broad. Um, you know, we all know it's it's very stressful right now. And to me, where my mind went today was really thinking about mental health, to be honest mm. with you. And like, I just am so struck by, I mean, in my role, um, I, I, I do teach some students with e-school, but I, I, I work mostly with teachers and other teachers, colleagues of mine, and the kids are, just, a lot of them are not okay. And I, I see that in my, um, my online students over the summer, I saw that, and it's just, it's a different beast. So when I when I think of public health today, which was a little different than I was thinking about it last week, I'm just really thinking mm -hmm. about like our role in supporting their their overall well being and each other's. Mm -hmm. I feel like teachers mm -hmm. and principals, you know, parents, people are. It's a hard time right now. You know, we've been mm -hmm. through a bit of a collective trauma. It's still kind of happening. Mm -hmm. So. So that mm -hmm. that's where, where I go. I know I know there's other angles for mm -hmm. sure, but you know it really matters. What we do really matters. So mm -hmm. that's what I'm thinking. Yeah. But I know there's more yeah. to it. I'm interested in 
What do you guys think? Where did your mind go today? <laughs> well, I, I actually didn't think about the mental health one. I mean, that was something when we started school, that was the first thing that I was going to deal with the mental health of, I want to make sure all of my kids were okay mentally. And, and then it just expanded to my colleagues. Um, and so, yeah. But at this moment, it wasn't about the mental health. It was about all of these COVID cases, of course. So, you know, that's that kind of that kind of brings back. It just connects like all of this is about mental health. Like, how are we dealing with this? And when we ask ourselves, what is our role in public health? It's it it's such a heavy thing on us as teachers that, you know, like we have to there's part of us that we have to not instill fear in the kids, but mm -hmm. yet you have to be real. You know, I have, I teach high school, so that's different from possibly elementary school of how they, how they present themselves to and, and what is going on, you know? Um, you know, it's also the balance of, you know, are you going to show your human side? And this is, this is what happened when we were, um, when, when we were doing distance learning is like, how many times did I show that, you know, that I was scared, that I cried, that I was sad, you know, it's mm. all of those things sometimes that when we talk about our role, it's like, really it does matter. It's not sometimes what we say, it's what we do. And how do mm. we show that we're getting through what this is, whatever this is. And mm -hmm. everything that it is. So, yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, I guess I will be the bearer of bad news. <laughs> but hey, as the biology teacher, I know my role. I know my role in public health. I recognize as a high school biology teacher, my class is the last or is the exit point to any student's required or mandatory experience in life science and or health. Mm -hmm. The last time that they will hear someone give them free advice and education mm -hmm. on human biology is in a high school biology class before they mm -hmm. go out and be a voting citizen. Mm -hmm. And so in that, I feel the pressure to perform. Mm -hmm. I feel the pressure that students should exit my class recognizing that mRNA stands for messenger ribos ribosomal nucleic acid and not magnetic <laughs> scary thing that's going to make me magnetized if I get a vaccine. Hmm. I am here to dispel rumors and I'm here to listen to the hearsay hmm. so that yeah. I can help students understand what they're hearing help mm -hmm. students walk through the scariness and then mm -hmm. also be able to find um, the data that mm. supports what science is doing. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I think that's something, you know, uh, the English teachers ha have in common, not, you know, not, not the, the MRNA business, but the whole idea <laughs> of like, you know, getting to the to the facts, right? And like understanding sources and, and the mm. biases that they may may have within mm. them, like digging a little deeper to see, you know, who published it, how those people were funded, thing things like that. So students can be just armed with the ability to be more discerning in their in their, you know, information gathering. Um but yeah, it's so important. I mean, it's it's crucial what 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 you you mentioned there, Whitney. Mm -hmm. And I'd like to probably add to that not just the researching part, but I think in these times of so many controversial 
controversies right now. It's also allowing them the space and 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 skill to be able to listen and hear why did why does that one person think this way? Where yeah. did they get? You know, it's okay to question each other. Where did you get your resource from? Um, you know, because it we are all in the same community. We're going through the same thing. It's there. Everybody has different perspectives because of where they come from, you know. And sometimes in the classroom, uh, we need to teach them to be able to listen, right? Listen and see where where are they coming from, um, mm -hmm. whether they believe that, you know, the research is wrong or whatever. But sometimes kids just need to be heard. Um, and I mm -hmm. think we also right. need to teach them to be able to listen. And you know what? They might not agree. And the bottom line is we may not change each other's minds just because of where we come from. But having the ability and the space and the skill to be able to still respect each other. I, I think that's a that's a big one. Yes. I, I was in elementary school for a long time and that's where we as elementary school teachers would have the the discussion about health and how it is a choice and you can set goals to improve your health and and to look and learn about why something might be better for your health than something else and having them understand like their family's influence in their health as well so yeah i i can see that i can see how um it's so different depending on our context but we're all going toward the same target right Yes, for sure. It's, you know, it's all about making sure that we are, that our students know how to arm themselves with the information and, you know, be able to question. And then ultimately they have to make decisions. You know, they get to high school. Um, yes, they're, you know, regardless whether who their influences are, the bottom line is they will have to make some informed decisions about what mm -hmm. they're going to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much for giving us a great first episode <laughs> and giving a lot of food for thought out there. And um, I hope to have everyone uh, come back at some point or another and bring a friend, bring somebody with you. 